Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani coming to you at 3 a.m., 3 p.m., New York time. You may get to hear me later, but I hope it's just as relevant then as now, particularly in St. Louis, where I know we're on and have some very, very good friends. I was on one of your morning shows today and had a great time. So I'm going to start off with, I guess, the thing that caught me at the very end. I had a whole different thing planned. What I had planned was to show you how ridiculous it is that the Biden administration is shrinking our Navy. I'm going to do that, too, and I'm going to do a podcast on that so you get the real details of it in two parts. I'll explain that later. I've been, I've been, I don't know if, you, you describe how I have been on Adams. I don't know. Have I been fair? Have I been unfair? Have I uh, condemned him too much? Have I uh, waited too long? I don't know. I go back and forth with him because, one, he did promise to be a law and order mayor. Two, he was, and I'm going to be perfectly blunt here, kind of a cop. Kind of a cop. I'd say if I had to be honest about it, much more of a politician than a cop. But at least he had the good sense to endorse me in 97. He has a statement he wishes he could erase about how much better I was at reducing crime than David Dinkins, who he is now modeling his crime program on, which may give you a sense of why crime is up more under him than de Blasio. He comes up with ideas that sound good, but then he doesn't do them. And he is so late in doing what he said he was going to do that you begin to not just wonder, but now you come to the conclusion that he either doesn't care or doesn't get the urgency of what is needed. Where now, well, he came in in January 1st, and we've had February 1st, and we've had March 1st, and we've had April 1st. And I just checked the Comstat that I started with Bratton and that I solely and all by myself made public in order to check mayors who tried to create too much crime in this city because I thought the public would rebel against them. Well, the last number on Comstat, his Comstat, is an astounding 45% increase in crime from the day he took over. So if you thought it couldn't get worse than de Blasio, it's 45. I don't want to give you an exaggeration. I don't want to give you an understatement. It is, as of the last day of that CompStat study, 45% worse. Now, I can't speak for anyone else. I was a mayor. If that happened to me, by now I'd have a new police commissioner. I might have taken over myself as police commissioner. I mean, maybe the first month I'd have been real disappointed because I had strategies that I thought were going to work right away. I also studied it for a year and a half. I doubt that he did. I think he goes to nightclubs too much to study. So let's face it. We've given him three months and crime has gone up 45%. If we had given him three months and there was no change... He's actually doing something wrong. That's what Comstat tells me. I'm not going to say there are no people that understand Comstat better than I do. 
because some of them have used it now longer than I have, and Bloomberg and Kelly improved it. But nobody understands the rationale for it better than I did since the rationale emerged from me and Mr. Maple. It emerged from his analysis of subway crime and my analysis of, F- of FBI crime statistics for 11 years. That's how it emerged. And then, for me, it became a management tool that I used in 28 different agencies, and someplace it worked even better than the police department, like under Bernie Kerrigan Corrections. We got a 90% decline. He's not doing that. He's not doing that. He's not logging. He's not, he's not taking account of it. I don't understand it. I don't... I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't agree with it. But now he's becoming a clown. The advertisement he has proposed for Florida is asinine. He, he, he wants to put it. I don't know if he's done it or he wants to. He wants to put an advertisement in Florida telling gay people to come to New York so they can escape the uh, don't say gay bill. What a jackass. First of all, let's just say that to be mayor of New York, you have to develop a, a certain amount of gravitas. De Blasio never had it. Bloomberg did. I did. Koch did. Dinkins never did. I just told you the truth. Live with it. This guy is now going to go into the non-gravitas category. First of all, it's not a no-gay bill. That's a Democrat propaganda issue. doesn't have the word gay in it. doesn't say anything about gays. It's a protect children in the first three years of school from sexual initiation, propaganda, and possibly predators. It's letting parents decide on their child's education. And it's 65% popular among the Hispanic population, as well as the black population of Florida. So he's taking a piece of bull and putting it up on the, and he's saying, come to New York and you won't be harassed if you're gay. Well, also, if you're gay, here's what will happen to you in New York. Number one, you probably actually have a better chance of being beaten and hit and kicked around because you're gay than in Florida. You certainly have a better chance of being shot and killed. You have a much greater chance of having your car robbed or being the subject of a larceny. You got schools that are functioning now almost at, I wouldn't say third world levels, but they're really going, some of these schools haven't had an improvement in 20 years. And you certainly are much less protected from uh, gay crime and uh, hate crimes. Let's put the crimes aside. Uh, The budget of New York City, which is 8 million people, is uh, bigger than the budget of Florida, which is uh, 20 million people. That means your taxes are, oh my goodness, when you charge uh, hidden taxes and everything else, at least three times more than in Florida. First of all, you pay an income tax. You don't pay one in Florida. So even if the two were equal in terms of uh, danger, how gays are treated, 
cleanliness, sanitariness. Florida's the better bet. You're going to pay half or less to get the same service. Or are you going to pay half and less and get better service, less chance of being the victim of a crime, better schools? Hmm? Lower cost of living by a lot. Uh, Beaches available on East Coast or West Coast. Save a lot of money. Every every friend of mine says they save a lot of money going there. You got to put up with a warmer summer. But we get, I mean, so they get maybe 20% more humidity days than we do. We get them too. And we deal with them with um, uh, air conditioning. They got air conditioning. And they got something that we used to use. They got the sea breeze. We used to get it in Brooklyn, the Coney Island breeze, my grandmother called it. It's not bad on a warm, warm summer night. And not every day is a, is a cold one. I wouldn't fight Florida if I were you, Adams. I really wouldn't. And I wouldn't do it on political propaganda. This gay thing is a piece of garbage attack. The bill has nothing to do with not saying somebody's gay. You can call somebody gay if you want. It says that you cannot teach sex in kindergarten, the first, second, and third grade. That, that's up to parents. On the other hand, p- places like New York and the liberal garbage places in the, want to be able to tell your kid at five that he should change his sex and not, not be able to tell you. What do you like better? For your kids, what do you like better? You like your kid because the kid can't trust you to uh, be told by the teacher, hey, Sonny, you look more like a girl. We think you should change your sex. Now, and don't tell daddy and mommy. They're going to get all pissed. Or do you want the teacher to come to you and say, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Johnny seems to be rather, I don't know, what, I mean, I don't know what the language would be. I don't want to get in trouble and use the wrong language, but seems to be more prone to being a girl than a boy. And I'm, t- I'm telling you that in the best interest of your child. You evaluate it. And the proposition is that every American is so prejudiced, so hateful, so uh, homophobic and so opposed to gay, they're going to kill the teacher, kill the child. I mean, that's absurd. Are there parents like that? Yes. Are there, are there people in the program we're talking about who have perverted reasons for being in it and have been caught? Yes. It doesn't make up all the people in it. So parents have to be dealt with from the point of view of there are mostly good parents and the people who teach this have to be dealt with from the point of view they're mostly good people. Then when we have variations, we deal with it. So the rule should be based on good people. And the rule is this. Okay, if the teacher feels the child is suffering because the child has some kind of latent or or, or powerful desire, he's genetically or sexually a boy, but somehow is in confusion about that, then go see mommy and daddy and let them know. Don't just assume that mommy and daddy can be much of Neanderthals any more than I should assume that any teacher who wants to do this is some kind of creepy little pervert. Well, that's what you get in de Blasio. It's a sensible, adult, fair, 
conclusion. In New York, what you get is a propaganda program to make more kids, whatever, one of the 57 different genders, uh, about <laughs> 55 of which I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> but certainly, I don't know, maybe you can stretch me into th- three, four, five, 57. Someday we'll get somebody on here and they'll do a lecture on it and then I'll get to cross-examine them. Let's see what happens. We'll see if they walk out alive. 57 different genders? Oh, well. Well, we'll be back. We've got lots more to talk about. We've got, we've got the final word from the mayor and we've got a comparison of the U.S. Navy and the Chinese Navy that's going to frighten the living daylights out of you. We'll be back in just a minute. You can depend on us. Enable the 77 WABC Alexa skill at home. Download the 77 WABC. Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani show. We hope you are getting ready to call in with chat with the mayor. We'll take a call during this segment. But you got to call in at 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. And I wanted to give you a little briefing here on our military preparedness from one point of view. And that is the editorial in the Wall Street Journal. And I've been working on this for some time for the entire uh, military. And with regard to also the actions that are taken by the Biden administration that seem to be so contrary to the best interests of the United States. In fact, when I finish this, I'm going to spend my time putting together a podcast for this week in which we uh, talk about just the gap that is now existing and that will exist uh, if a person like uh, Biden, anti, you know, who is very, very strongly anti-military or his Democrat friends who have for generations been anti-military remain in power. But let's just look at the Navy. It's a little bit easier just to take a look at them. When you go to the podcast later this week, you'll see the charts and they'll make it even easier to track. But the United States Navy 2023 budget has us purchasing nine ships. Way to go, Biden! Nine ships! Oh, but they're retiring 20. <laughs> we have less ships. You want to do the arithmetic? We, we, it's like we're down to 280. Okay. But they don't mention that in the... I mean, this, these guys put out information like uh, Russia used to do with Pravda and China does today. So what does China, what, 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 uh, what, what do our guys think, our responsible Navy guys think for quite some time, we need to remain safe against China? Now, I'm not absolutely certain, but we'll find out if they think we need this to remain safe against China or they think we need this to conduct a two ocean war. The theory of the Navy has always been to be big enough to protect us in both oceans. But here's what they think without uh, my being able to specify that for you, which I will. They believe that our Navy should have, um, in essence, 500 ships. 500 ships as opposed to the 280 that we're going to be down to. That 350 should be called, you know, classic ships. And 150 should be unmanned or lightly manned vessels for a total of 500. Uh, But the Navy instead is uh, planning to grow smaller rather than larger. 
and the Navy wants to retire nine of the literal ships, the combat ships, and those are the ones that um, those are the ones that probably give us the greatest service in the kind of wars that we're that we're talking about. They're designed to operate in shallow waters, which would, for, for example, help if there were an invasion a lot, if there were an invasion of Taiwan. And um, so they're now retiring, what are the 10 of them? With no, with no plan, I'm, far, I'm sorry, yeah, 10 of them with no plan to build more. Why not? What's going to replace them? Nothing. The Navy also wants to retire five cruisers that pack 120 missiles at least. And uh, they argue that the ships are too old. Maybe so. No replacement. (sighs) Meanwhile, China is growing every year. They are uh, equal to the United States Navy now. In fact... They're probably a little bigger than the United States Navy now. They say, our, our, our left-wing uh, communist uh, uh, sympathizers say, well, ours are smarter ships. Well, gee, I, know, I mean, I know that means something. I really do, and I understand it and appreciate it. But when you watch this gap, they better be damn smarter because we're headed to a gap before 2030 of something like 200 and... 70 ships for us and 500 or 450 ships for them. Well, our ships better be like uh, 200 IQ or better to deal with that one. And these literal combat ships, which can be outfitted with long-range naval strike missiles or being used to tie up uh, the poor, the old cruisers that do air defense over Guam, They're not being invested in. In fact, there's no investment plan. There's a a plan to grow by getting smaller. That's not going to frighten China like the Soviet Union was frightened by Reagan, and therefore we won it without firing a shot. A weak country like America has become encourages war, as Putin did with... um, watching Biden, a strong country prevents war, as Reagan did with Russia, and obviously Trump did with China because they never attacked during Trump's, Trump's uh, term of office. So hmm. let's, take a, let's take a call from uh, Devin in Manhattan. Hey, um, can you hear me? I, hey, you're great. Yeah, perfect. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say, um, you know, normally I don't walk around and say, hi, I'm Devin and I'm a lesbian. It's one small part of who I am. But in this case, I think it's relevant. And I just want to say that I am 110% for the quote-unquote silly don't say gay bill. Like, it just shouldn't be calling it that. As you say, it has nothing to do with don't say gay. It's absurd. Um, but, you know, I just want you to know, like, you know, not all of us LGBT people are – you know, drinking this, you know, woke Kool-Aid. I could not agree more that teaching about, you know, children that young 
matters pertaining to sexuality, sex, sexual preference, whether a man becomes a woman or vice versa, is completely inappropriate and should be the 100 percent decision of the parents and the parents only. And furthermore, I would just lastly say, you know, the whole notion is that, oh, we need to prepare these kids to, you know, live in the quote unquote real world where gay people exist. So how dare you not let, let us teach them about it? Well, you also need to prepare children to do finances, to not do drugs. <laughs> but you don't hear, you know, children that young being taught well, about Be- their credit reports or drug addiction. Well, Bevan, you've been, you've, you've been terrific. We've got to take a short break, and we'll be – and thank you. And we'll be back right after the break, and we'll go a little further into this subject. Thank you very much. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. The power of information. The freedom to talk about it. With New York Attitude. Talk Radio 77 WABC. WABC 77 WABC News presents the top five at five every weekday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Everything you need to know in the world of news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. I'm Deborah Valentine with your early news. At five o'clock at afternoon, I'm Bob Brown. WABC News presents the top five at five because it's always five o'clock somewhere. Why not be informed? 77 WABC. Listen to your favorite shows live and on demand. Enable the 77 WABC Alexa skill today. Tell Alexa. Play 77 WABC. This is Rudy Giuliani, and I'm back uh, with you. And we were talking to that very uh, interesting woman, uh, Bevan, who uh, began by saying, I'm Bevan. I don't usually say I'm Bevan, uh, a lesbian. I don't, you know, I don't usually say I'm Rudy. I'm Rudy, a heterosexual. None of us should. And... Um, I just want to give you my background here. Uh, When I was mayor of New York in 1994, which is like now ages ago, I signed the domestic partnership bill uh, to make certain that gays and lesbians were treated fairly, because that's my view, is that they should be treated fairly. They should be treated uh, without discrimination, without hatred, without even if you have religious um, objections to them. Religion always teaches love for those that you disagree with, not anger and hatred. Uh, and if you disagree with them on some kind of religious basis, which you are entitled to, then uh, the best way you're going to convince them you're right and they're wrong, uh, which may, probably you can't, but the, it's by being loving to them. So never understood this whole thing. But what we're talking about, and I thought Bevan really made this point, is not being respectful to gays and lesbians and let people live out their lives the way they should in a country that's a free country, which I think has one of the best records for doing that. But we're talking about parents' rights with children, which actually are, are enshrined in the, in the Declaration of Human Rights of the United Nations. Parents get the last say with regard to children's education, not the bureaucrats and not the communists that make up a lot of our boards of education, including you know the teachers' union. Perfectly. Uh, I don't I honestly, I don't know. I'm going to go look at the statistics. I don't detect any 
different degree of respect or lack thereof for people who are gay, lesbian, or whatever in Florida than I do in New York. I don't even know what the crime rates are for gays and lesbians. I mean, the crime rate is is generally getting out of control in New York, particularly with regard to the crimes that Darren Bragg doesn't prosecute. But, uh, I mean, I'll take a look at that, but there's no material difference there. So uh, this... um, and if they're going to fight this, they shouldn't be fighting something where they claim that the governor of Florida said you can't use the word gay. He didn't say that. He said you can't have sex education in kindergarten, first and second grade. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to love you anyway, but if you disagree with that, I, 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 honestly, I think you're a screwball. If you disagree with that. I don't care if you're gay or lesbian or whatever else there are or heterosexual. You want your kids taught about sex by you at an early age. You're going to love them. You're going to care about them. You're not going to have the program that the teacher has. Now, sex is a complicated subject. And as we see, people get kind of tied into what they are, and they want to make you that. So some tough, you know, macho guy might, might, might want to make every kid in the class a big weightlifter and tough guy that can beat everybody in the neighborhood. And maybe your kid doesn't want to be that. Most kids shouldn't want to be that. Or maybe your, your teacher is a man who thinks all kids should be gay because it makes him feel more uh, validated. Or not all, all kids, but most kids or any kid who shows any sign. No, he's been withheld. He's, it's a complicated subject, and that's why it shouldn't be broached until the child is able to begin the process of making their own decision and finding out what all these complex things that are going on within your body are all about. We don't need it to be rushed. We don't need it to be programmed. We don't need it in the hands of a bunch of bureaucrats. And we sure as hell don't need it in the hands of a teachers union that is, and for a long time, has been closely aligned with the Communist Party that would like to take down our form of government, our way of life, our belief in God, our belief in religion, and our parents. Look at Black Lives Matter, funded by Soros, just like the Democrat Party. They want to do away with the family. Uh Family stands in the way of being a good communist or a good Black Lives Matter person. Because they probably love love you a lot more than Black Lives Matter. I mean, Black Lives Matter, love you at all. You get killed in a a, a stray shot in, in the Bronx and you're black. That black life doesn't matter. Mm Mm-mm. You're just like a white life then. You've got to be able to be exploited, and they can make money on it so that they can go buy $60 million condos like attention to you. You've got to be giving up loads of money. Well, the Chinese gave them $41 million. Let's try Joe right now. See what Joe is uh, doing. Hey, good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. You got hey, me? I got you real cool. loud and clear. Yeah. Always an honest sir. Mayor Eric Adams on his official Twitter account about a week ago. See, he doubled down on these signs. He put out, and I called in Greg Kelly, and I got it at the end. I said, I can't believe nobody's up in arms about this. He called the bill in Florida the state-sponsored discrimination. And then he also called the uh, extremist culture war. And I was like, what is this guy talking about? I lost all respect because I was trying to give him the benefit of doubt. Because Mr. Cassidy always says, oh, let's give him the benefit of doubt. 
At this point, the guy's a political hack, uh, a shopping uh, sicko fan. That's all he's been. I never liked him. I always thought he was a racist. I think he's a weirdo because what kind of a weirdo wants to sexually groom other people's children? I don't care. I got 10 kids. I don't care if it's my daughter that's 16. What the hell is a teacher grooming them, talking to my child until they're 18? You talking to them about sex, especially little kindergartens. That's creepy, perverted, Anthony Weiner, Jeffrey Epstein, a Joe Biden, snippy, creepy stuff to me. I, I'm never going to change. I was brought up this way. I, it's indoctrination at the lowest level. Did you ever take a look at some of the Hunter Biden pictures with the little kids? Uh, I've seen it. My God. Ever, ever take a look? Uh, that uh, uh, with the one with the red dress? Yeah, what about, look at it. What about yeah. Joe? What about Joe Biden with the little kids? Snippy, uh, he snipped the guy, the Monopoly man down in Delaware. What's his name? He snipped his daughter there. I would have knocked the guy out. What's his <laughs> name? Uh, <laughs> yeah, my kind of, well, you know, I'm not going to say any. I, I can tell you about Joe. Joe had uh, uh, had child porn on his on his laptop, and the FBI has given him a pass on it. And when when that lying bum of a chief of staff says that there are no crimes on it. He misses the child pornography. He also misses the uh, the perjury on an application for a thirty eight revolver, which is clear as day. You got his. You have a Biden uh, signing no addiction, and you have him five days before or after driving a car, smoking cocaine. That one you'd prosecute just with those two documents. He goes to jail for ten years if he's you. If he's one of the Biden crime family that has been protected for thirty years, he's not. Uh, then you got the money laundering transaction when when Joe was VP. It amounts to about thirty two million. It gets it gets sent circuitously from Ukraine to Latvia that discovers it to Cyprus to New York and gets discovered in Devin Archer's trial. And it's three point two million for the team. Fifty percent for Joe plus an extra eight hundred thousand cash for Joe. Now, all of that's ignored on the the new version of the laptop, which is the laptop is validated and truthful, except it doesn't contain any evidence that Joe committed crimes. Except that's as big a lie as their original lie. It does. So I just wanted you to know that and know that the only reason we don't have a call for a special prosecutor is because we are brainwashed into treating Democrats very differently than Republicans. You know, uh, so far they haven't raided anybody's apartment that I know of other than Trump people like me and at my law office and haven't found a damn thing. In fact, the one piece of incriminating evidence that I offered them was the laptop. They refused it. And now, lo and behold, it was revealed by Congress, FBI has lost the laptop. Hmm. I'm lucky they don't protect witnesses anymore. The marshals do. Man, if they were protecting witnesses like that when I was U.S. attorney, half my guys would have been killed if they lost them. So let's go to Ed. Good morning and good afternoon, I should say, Mr. Mayor. Always a pleasure. Your show gets better every week. You're very, very kind. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ed. I have three quick comments I'd love to hear you elaborate about. Number one, Eric Adams, I think he's in the same boat as Kamala. 
There's no accountability because of the color of their skin. And we're going to have more and more of this in the future unless everybody gets treated the same way. Number two, the teachers' unions. As someone who taught in New York City, I can tell you that the number one thing that's holding back the whole educational system is the teachers' unions. They protect the worst, uh, the worst, uh, the, the bad t- tomatoes in the patch. Um, they're the same kind of people that I remember when I would walk through Washington Square Park back when you were mayor. They were throwing turd at, like, an effigy of you. These are the people that run these unions. They're misfits. Uh, they're, 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 they're not, they don't teach. They're, they're basically union operators. And like I said, they are, they are protecting the worst people. And, the, and not only just bad teachers, but people that are just not good people. They're misfits. Well, they're, 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 actually, they're actually protecting sexual predators as well. Yeah. Huh? They are. They always have been in the rubber room. So if you get a charge of sexual attack, not just sexual awkwardness or whatever, you got to keep that person until you give him a trial before the teachers' union. Even if you get the guy convicted and sent to jail, you still have to send him money. Yeah, it's. Uh, what do you think? What do you What do you think this fascination the Democrats have with, you know, pedophilia, sexual attacks on children? You get this Jackson woman, and she's like, "There's no question she's soft on it." What is it? I can understand. Sometimes I understand how they get soft on some of these criminals. They buy the, you know, the kid was brought up in a bad family and da 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 But I don't know, you know, playing around with five-year-olds. And, how do you, how do you well, develop? I don't know, Rudy. If, if, if you don't know, I don't know who does because you're one of the smartest guys out there. Maybe I do know, but I'm not allowed to say it, huh? What do you think? Well, do us a favor. Don't please tell us because we, well, we need to. I think it. I think there'll come a time uh, when I get the proof that I need that I will tell you. But uh, I can tell you this though: a lot of it comes from their connection to the Communist Party, that has always wanted us to have tremendous confusion about our sexuality, because it creates it creates a distorted society. I mean, their aims were get rid of God, get rid of parents, create immorality. Create a country that has no regard for principles or values. Create se- uh, sexual confusion. And that's how you bring about a socialist state, which actually goes to show you why they always fail, because they're built on principles that are evil and wrong. And, they, and that's why they fail. And that's why they start killing each other. And what's the third one? You had a third one. I don't want to miss it. Well, I guess... The last thing I would say is I'm a lucky man. I was raised by a straight-shooting, first-degree detective from NYPD. So I have a lot of I have I, I feel bad for these kids that come from a bad home and don't have the family structure. But what you're saying really is I think correct. They destroy the family. And then everything else falls afterwards. So we have to keep these families together. And we 100%. need to help people keep their families together. hundred percent. And you may, be, you may have hit the core of the most important issue, and that is keeping the family together. And I want you to know of the many reasons why Black Lives Matter may be the most dangerous and worst organization in America is the fact that they are against a nuclear family. If you're a black person, any person, but a black person in particular, 
and you don't realize the need for fathers in the home, then you're not doing any good for your community. They want fathers out of the home. It's almost as if they want more murders so that they can come up with a couple that they can exploit to make their 60 million. They are not about helping black people. They're about creating a communist revolution, and they're about taking money from themselves like all the tops of the Communist Party take. Putin is is the richest man in Russia, remember. And uh, what's her name? Patrice Kalouris was working on being the richest person in Black Lives Matter. Well, now we're going to take a short break, and we come back, we're going to have the final word from the mayor. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Nation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Tunnel to Towers Mayor's Final Thoughts. Of course, brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, which is one of the really fine, fine, fine organizations in America that takes care of our uniformed services members who are lost in the line of duty, and they take care of their families with with mortgages and other things that can help on a practical level when they're hit with such an emotional, almost impossible-to-deal-with situation. And it also helps our our, uh, uniform members who become catastrophically injured and therefore need help with the kind of home they can live in to give them maximum ability to, 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 to be independent. So make your $11 donation. That's $11 per week to Tunnel to Towers Foundation. And they can keep up their wonderful, wonderful program. And you can keep up your commitment to backing them up, to having their back. Because after all, they are there protecting you and me. So let's, uh, let's see if we can get a couple more calls in before we do the final word. Because uh, calls have been pretty good today. have been really good today. Uh, let's try uh, Christina. Hi, good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. How are you, Christina? Nice to talk to you. Good. I have to um, say I'm a woman who happens to be transgender, but I, I'm i in lockstep with Governor DeSantis's, um uh, law on, on prohibiting gender diversity discussions from grades, kindergarten to third grade. In fact, I think it should be um, all the way extended to, to seventh grade. You and know, let the kids... Uh, you tell us why. Tell us why. Well, I knew when I was like 12 years old who, who I really was back in the late 70s. Uh, I think getting kids exposed to this early, you know when this happens. No one ever wants to be transgender. And I don't think um, these little these kids are too little. Let them grow up first and see who they become. I, you know, it's not good to have them exposed to this talk so you're early in kindergarten and all that. Since you know this better than you know, I would, for example, uh, are, ch- are there chi- there are children, let's say at that age, that are going to turn out to be transgender, and then there are children at that age that I imagine are just are just confused. I I bet you there's more confused at that age. Yeah, you know, they did a test that I read, where depending they they would ask a child, like a first grade child, to pick, are you male? You're not sure, or female. So if the first one came up, the first obvious male, obvious female came up, put down male or female, almost everybody put up male or female. But if the first one that came up put up, I'm not sure, about half put up not sure. You see what I'm saying? It's like a little oh, bit yeah. of, it's a little bit of, of um, we're all followers in a certain sense. And on something like this, at, at 
five years old, we don't know a damn thing about, we're likely to follow pretty easily. You know what? And if a kid has a problem with their true selves, they should talk it over with their parents first, and then go see a, a therapist. Yeah. It shouldn't be talked with the teachers in school. But anyway, you know, I can't think of anything good that Biden, anything with the Biden uh, regime has done either. So, well, Lisa, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I really love the fact that you called us. Thank you. And please call in again on other subjects. I'd love, to, I'd love to hear from you. You sound like a very thoughtful person. God Thank bless you. you. Have a great day. Thanks. God bless you, uh, Christina. Who I? Oh, we did, Christina. We did in Connecticut. Oh, I wanted to do Lisa then. Lisa in New Jersey. Lisa? Lisa's not there anymore. Okay. That's strike two. Let's see if we get this. If we get this one right, I don't strike out. If not, I'm going to have to be like judge. I have to get strikeouts, and then I'll have to hit a home run. So we'll go to... We'll go to Robert. Mr. Giuliani, it's yeah. an absolute pleasure to speak to you, sir. Nice to talk to you, Robert. Um, I wanted to say, like the previous uh, caller, a few callers ago, that I, too, do not um, <clears throat> announce that I'm gay as the first thing about myself. However, it's relevant here also. Uh, to Mayor Adams, I want to tell him that I have gay friends in New York City moving to Florida to get away from his dangerous city they're happier there the rent is cheaper they don't have to worry about getting punched in the face when they walk around so he's completely wrong the mayor he's also kowtowing to that very leftist segment of the gay population i'm not part of it many of us are not part of it even like the previous, the transgender caller, we don't want to be part of that. We just want to live our lives, have good friends and good family, you know, just like everybody else. God bless you. God and bless, and, and, I have that. God bless you for calling because there is a segment of our population, in fairness, that don't know you exist. But that, by that I mean they don't realize that a big, big, big segment of the gay, lesbian community are extremely responsible individuals as responsible or more than they are, can be very, very good mothers and fathers in their situation. I have a friend for 20 years, and they have two children, and they're about the happiest couple I know. And the two kids are extremely well-adjusted and have been specifically put in a situation where they can make their own choice, not to be influenced by the home they grow up in because the parents are so loving. So... I think on both sides, I would say cut out. Here's the mayor's final words. On both sides, cut out the crap. Let people get along with each other they want to. doesn't matter if gay, lesbian, whatever they are. They're children of God. Let's kind of organize that way. God bless America. And tomorrow morning when you wake up, pray and thank God we're in America. So we can talk the way we just talked. Putin, it puts you in jail. 
This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 